Getting a good night's sleep is easier said than done, but don't worry because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to help you unwind and sleep harder than all-star voters slept on BAM Adebayo. Sleep PM bath salts fuse superior CBD and melatonin with a mixture of Epsom, dead salt, and Himalayan salts to turn any bathtub into a luxury spa experience and give you the relaxation you desperately deserve. And to make it even easier to relax, regroup, and recharge, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code NBA, for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products at cbdmd.com. You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by the Locker Room app. Locker Room is a free, live, audio-only social media platform for sports fans where I will be doing a show every single week talking about the Phoenix Suns. Download the Locker Room app on the iOS app store now. Story time here on today's episode of Locked On Phoenix Suns. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network and I am your host, Brendan Clean. You can follow our show on Twitter and on Instagram at LockedOnPHXSuns. You can follow me on Twitter and the Locker Room app where I will be hosting a show every week at BrendanClean14. Cameron Cox of 12 News, the longtime sports reporter there, joins me on today's show. I haven't talked about it too much on the podcast, but we actually got purchased the Locked On Network by Tegna, which is a company you probably haven't heard of, but is the owner of Channel 12. If you're a Valley listener, you know Channel 12, you probably know Cam's great work as the sports reporter there. And so we are eventually and slowly but surely going to integrate this content over there. I will have obviously more as that comes, but you'll get to see my face, whether you like it or not, on the website, maybe some written stuff there and all the rest. Very, very fun. We are excited and we are rolling it out city by city across the country. So uh, that is to come. But in the meantime, I wanted to bring Cam on the show, who is now somewhat of a co-worker <laughs> with the Tegna transaction there. And um He's obviously a great voice on this team as well. Stuck through reporting on this squad through thick and thin. Is one of the most respected people in that locker room from a reporting perspective. It's been a person that I've loved to watch do his thing as I've gotten into that locker room more and covered this team more. And so I wanted to bring him on. We traced through the history of how we got to this point with the Suns where they are now 26 and 12. I think it's fun. I think it's noteworthy. I think it's worthwhile to not only look at what's going on this year with this team, but also to see how we got here, to take stock, to appreciate the journey, the the long journey between playoff berths here for this franchise. So that's what we did on Devin Booker, on Monty Williams, a lot of ground covered here. So I want to get to it as quickly as possible. Uh, Enjoy the conversation. If you are new to the show, celebrating the win over Memphis last night or just checking in for the first time, subscribe and follow on whatever podcast platform you found us on. We are here every single Monday through Friday, and there is no better place to get caught up on everything regarding your Phoenix Suns. All right, without further ado, let's get to my chat with Cam. Cam Cox of 12 News joins me now to, uh, it's nice this little break here in the games to kind of 
look at the season so far, keep this thing rolling. Um, Cam, we know where the Suns are in the standings. We know they are 26 and 12, pretty much better than I think most people's wildest imaginations. The question I want to ask you as somebody who's been around this team uh, pretty much day in and day out, most of this 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 dark period, so to speak, this dark age of Suns history. We've been is, a lot uh, of dark, a lot of dark ages. <laughs> uh, true, we, we've been in and out of a few of them, I guess you yeah, could say. It's but like the finale of Game of Thrones, over and over again, just terrible, right? It feels that way. But my question for you is: When did you first feel like the Suns could do this? Like, when did it feel real to you that we could be looking at a team as good as this one has been? So the team wasn't as good, but let me take you back. When they hired Monty Williams, I got a lot of people in basketball who reached out to me when they hired Monty just to offer their opinion on Monty. Like they didn't, you know, somewhere in Dallas and Houston and San Antonio, some on the East Coast. And the response from Monty getting hired here, it's like they hired one of the best dudes in the NBA. And it turns out that's exactly what they hired. So many people were willing to come to bat for when the Suns hired Monty Williams because you know you worried that the Suns were going to mess this up once again. I mean, they'd been through so many coaches, Jeff Hornacek, Earl Watson, Jay Triano. I thought Jay should have got the job at one point. You just didn't know where they were, you know, Igor Kokoshkov. I mean, they were just there was no track record of them getting this right whatsoever. And then when they got a guy like Monty Williams, who was so universally respected across basketball, and just the people that I had reached out to me to tell me different stories about Monty, I just thought was incredible. And it was at that moment that I realized that a guy like Monty Williams wasn't going to come to an organization to get bossed around by Robert Sarver. A guy like Monty Williams wasn't going to come to this organization if he didn't truly feel like this team had what it takes to win at some point down the road. So the moment they hired Monty and paired him up with James Jones is when I knew that this team and franchise was turning a corner. Um, and then the moment I knew this team could be this good is when they added a guy like Chris Paul. I mean, that's it's an easy answer. Some people will call it a cop-out answer. Uh, but the fact that they were able to bring in, who I agree with what Charles said, the best leader in basketball, he fixes team. It's what he does his entire life, his entire career. He just makes people around him better. Um, I knew as soon as they brought in Chris Paul, that this team would take the, the leaps. I didn't think they'd be top in basketball like they are now record-wise. I thought they'd be at least uh, in a playoff spot. You were just hoping for that. Um, but this team has just far exceeded what I thought. But as soon as they signed Chris Paul, I knew they were going to be good. And we should all have kind of seen this coming based on Chris Paul's track record. No, I think that's probably the right answer. And it's interesting because the nature of this season has been that there there's not one moment you can point to and say, you know, oh, that win was when it felt real. It's just been this slow build, um, this, you know, kind of piecing things together, getting players healthy, adding Booker, uh, and, and getting him right after a slow start on his part. And and now you're just sort of seeing it. Like, the, the, the excellence, so to speak, feels routine for them at this point, in my opinion. And I think last night's game, the, the Grizzlies game, great example. Like, nothing jumps off the box score nothing uh no moment really felt like the momentum shifting play of the game they just go about their business and I think exactly what you said is what I get led back to which is Monty Williams and and so much of their mentality and their focus and their culture I think originates from him 
Um, I'm just curious then, you know, on, on that note, you were on a lot of those calls around the, the bubble and, and got to see what that team became there. And that's, I think, when it really materialized for me, the, the impact that, that Bonnie had had. So in what ways have you seen his stewardship sort of uh, materialize and show itself for this group? Well, first of all, routine excellence. I think that's a great way to put it. It's almost like they got to put that on a T-shirt, right? Like with Monty yeah. saying, uh, don't get happy on the farm. I love, let's put routine excellence on the back. I love that. Um, Cause that's what it feels like these days. And it's a great way to put it because you just expect the sons to play well. And it's been years, years, you know, you know, this growing up here since we've been able to see anything like this um, for what they've been able to put together. I think from the bubble uh, on uh, Monty Williams has just changed this culture. You could just see, and I think players see this too, how much he cares in developing talent and putting effort into these guys. No better example of that was to right at the end of the bubble where he was given that speech. And I think that resonated across basketball. Chris Paul referenced it right after he signed, right after he signed here when he pointed at book and was like, you've been through a lot. It was almost like he was speaking to all the Phoenix. Like we've yeah. all been through a lot in some way. And it was like in the back of his voice, you could hear like the next line was, we're going to change that. You know, he didn't say that. Uh, he went on to say, you know, we're not the sons of old anymore. Uh, but you could just tell in his tone that he was ready to change this organization's perspective. Um, you know, uh, he's ready to change this organization, how people felt about them across basketball. And that's exactly what he's done since he's gotten here. He's got players to buy in, to believe in his system, to play in this offensive system, to move the basketball. It doesn't stick. You know, you talked about Book and his start a little bit. Uh, I thought that was kind of expected. You know, playing with a guy like Chris Paul, you just expect them right away to mesh and everything to go perfect. So I think Book had to get used uh, to dishing the ball around a little bit. And he was trying to do that. I respect the hell out of Book for, for trying to do that early on and getting other people involved because he knows he has that team around him. Uh, but now it's starting to pay off where they're just like not in cruise control, but they're in like gear five um, of this offense. And when it, that ball moves around like it does, it's pretty impressive to watch. So uh, from that moment in the bubble right there, Monty Williams has got all these guys to buy and to believe and uh it's, it's some good kool-aid i'll say that you know people often say you're drinking the kool-aid uh, if monty williams is selling it i'm i'm buying it no i feel exactly the same way i mean i just sometimes sit there thinking like i want to listen to what this guy has to say just as a as a person so much that i have to imagine that it's a similar impact it, it, it makes me understand i guess some of what the impact that he's had on the players and the staff around him and this, you know, Suns fan community has been uh, just, you know, on a zoom with him and, and those types of moments. So uh, I, I agree completely in that speech. Um, I'm glad you brought up. I've been thinking about it a lot lately too, because it feels like we'd sort of come full circle, but it's perfect that you mentioned book. I want to hit on him quite a bit here as well with you. So uh, let's take a quick break and then get into uh, where Devin Booker is right now. Today's episode of Locked on Phoenix Suns brought to you by the Locker Room app. It's a live audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and to use where you can hear analysts like myself or Mark Stein or Ben Golliver of the Washington Post for all you NBA fans talk sports in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, 
or to just share your experiences on the app. There is a chat function. You can get invited up to the floor to ask questions of the analysts, of the people hosting the conversation. Again, free, audio only, social media sports platform just for fans. Join in on conversations with me, Ben Golliver, Mark Stein, and have a chance to be featured on this here podcast or similar ones. I'll be hosting rooms every week on Fridays, which is going to be the day that I don't record this podcast in the afternoon. Probably hoping to do around 2 or 3 p.m. local time for the time being. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group. Again, follow me at BrendanClean14 to be notified when my room goes live. But in the meantime, create a profile, link your Twitter account, and join the NBA group. I will be going live on Friday afternoons in the NBA group to talk sun, so come with your spiciest takes. Please, guys. It is fun. It will be a part of this community going forward, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun, so check it out. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time to get in touch, to make this that community that we all are striving for. It's fun. It's it's communicative. It's collaborative, and it makes it feel more like a community, like I said. Okay. Again, download the Locker Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter account, and join the NBA group. Follow me at BrendanClean14 to be notified when my room goes live on Friday afternoons. This episode of Locked on Phoenix Suns also sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Best of all, it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process here is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's Licensed medical providers, once again, work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? Well, that is the point here. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets also made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy and, once again, far more discreet. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We have a deal for you as well. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code Locked On at checkout. Again, Locked On, all one word, the name of our network, at checkout to pay just $5 for shipping and get the rest free. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Locked On to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the show. Back here with Cam Cox of 12 News. I wanted to ask you, because... I don't know, you probably maybe won't uh, accept the compliment, but Book has the guys that he knows have been covering him long enough that he respects enough to give real answers to and, and things like that. And you're one of those guys, and and he knows who has cared the whole time enough to cover this team. And, and so I know you've gotten to do some cool stories with him along these years and and have a good perspective on what he had to go through to get to this point. So I'm just 
kind of going to give you the floor almost to <laughs> tell me what you think of two-time All-Star. Every year I'm saying he's breaking his efficiency records that he himself has set. This is just a guy who keeps upping the ante for his career, but is finally getting sort of the flowers that a lot of Suns fans have felt he has deserved for a long time. Just tell me what you make of Devin Booker right now here in 2021. I'd make of him as one of the best players in basketball. And I don't, I don't say that lightly. He is turning into that. And, and a guy that can be, I believe one of the faces in this league for years and years to come. I agree with LeBron James. I think he's been one of the most uh, disrespected players in all of basketball over the years, but part of being respected is winning and book will be the first to admit it. He has not won anything. This team has not won anything since he's got here. And it's been a tough road for him um, to get to this point. But the one thing I've always personally respected about Book is that he's always kept it in perspective. He's always had the bigger picture in mind. And when he's told me over the years about how he dreams about, you know, being a guy like Fitz and staying in a community for a long time, I believe him. When he tells me he often thinks back to the early days of the Suns, you know, with Barkley and Nash and... And Thunder Dan and Amari were selling out arenas. Like he thinks about that stuff and he looks forward to the days where that's going to happen once again. Uh, and it's going to happen as soon as they let all those fans uh, back in the building, those games will be sold out once again. So he's almost at that point, but through all of that, I never bought into the is book happy talk because of the fact of what he believes in, what he stands for and, and what he's told me throughout the years. This has been a place that since day one book has enjoyed playing for, despite all the problems with the owners and the coach and the GM and the front office mess. He truly loves playing basketball and he truly wants to take this franchise back to what it was. He wants to get us back into the playoffs. He wants to get them back to the days where Barkley and them were competing and trying to win championships that that's always been his goal uh since being drafted here and you know what that was confirmed i recently talked to his dad right before the all-star break and you know sometimes parents can reveal a little bit more about their kids than, than their you know the kids are willing to put out there and his dad is just as solid of a rock as book is and his dad even said you know even through the tough times his dad was telling folks like hey we're going to be fine. We're going to get there. We're going to rebuild. We're going to load up. We're going to get talent. We're, you know, we had to go through these growing pains uh, to get here. And and now that they're here, Booker said this a few times this year, you know, he's not turning back. Uh, and, I, and I believe him when he says that. He's gotten better each and every year. Uh, it's crazy when you talk to a guy like his dad, um, his dad will tell you just how much he's gotten better every year since the duo started working together in high school. This is a kid that has a track record of improving his game. And now that you've put a lot of talent around him you're just seeing him flourish I mean shooting over 50 percent from the field doing that consistently is just unbelievable in itself uh, but it just shows you the level of talent that he has and uh and for him to stick it out all this time um it, to me it, it just shows you can't question his commitment to this valley this team in this city no you can't I don't think at this point you know it's not a coincidence to me that the chatter the you know kind of nba grapevine whispering is about it's, silent, as it's it. like silent you know people just aren't throwing that out there anymore they're not throwing out this trade and that trade it's, it's no fun anymore works, he's right? winning and it's like oh okay we'll move on to our oh, next yeah. uh, victim I, I, here. yeah we're gonna forget i wrote that article whoever you know back in the day yeah it's you know i always say this winning cures all book knows that 
Um, but that's why I never just put too much stock into that over the years, just because I, I, you know, he's told me over the years what he wants to do is plans. And I think he's a very smart, he has very high basketball IQ and he knows what kind of team he's on. And so I think he knew over the years how far away this team was. He's never going to put down his teammates. He's never done any of that. You know, he's never lied to us about being at a hair salon or anything like that. Um, There's no, I don't want to be here tweets and and books uh, history on his timeline. Yeah, exactly. And so he's never put down his teammates, but he knows uh, when he's surrounded by good talent. And that's why I think you hear him say some things that he's saying now. I don't want to go back. I'm not going back. His team's not going backwards uh, because he knows what kind of talent he has around him now and where this talent can take uh, him. Well, what do you think it is about him as a person that allowed him to stick it out that that didn't inspire him to look for greener pastures? Because this is a guy who could have done that and would have been a heavily coveted player. That's why those rumors went around. He He's a great, great player. He'd done it from a young age, and he would have fetched an enormous trade bounty if, if the Suns had gone that direction. Why do you think he never got to that point internally where he felt like that was what he wanted to do? To me, Book is a worker, and he's the type of guy that's always going to go to work and accept any challenge in front of him and do whatever he can um, to face that challenge head on and figure out a way to get out of it, to overcome adversity, all the above. Those, you know, those are cliche things. But I think that's at the root of his DNA. I think that comes from his dad. His dad was the same way. He watched his dad growing up, grind overseas for years and years and years, uh, then come back to the States and, and ask Book to come live with them just so that the duo could work on their game and uh, his game in high school. His dad's always pushed him. You know, to this day, uh, it's funny, uh, Melvin and Book, they still work out together just like they did uh, in high school and still are in the gym in the off season all the time. They've never played one-on-one. I, I cannot get them to tell me that, uh, but apparently Melvin's up one, nothing on the shooting competition. So I, I thought that he was stopped pretty- it there. He won yeah. the first one. He said, never again. He said, he said never again. Yeah. They, <laughs> and even, it was the same answer back when I met Melvin in 2016, they've never played one-on-one and they still haven't to this day, but they're still working in the off season. They're always in the gym together. And I, and I just think it's in his DNA. That's just the type of player he is. That's how he's raised. He's got his entire family out here after he was drafted. They started the slow process of moving his mom, his sister, his brother, everybody out here. They all live right around him. And so I, I just think this is his home now. And this is where he, wants to be and uh and that work ethic is just something that was instilled in him when he was a young age and he's shown that over the years to still have it it's never gone anywhere despite the struggles it's never gone anywhere despite uh the big contract extension he'll get another one at some point and so that's something that's never faded away and that's always impressed me about book and it's the reason that he's continued to get better and better with his game every year well that that close circle you talk about is um you know it's he shouted it out when he was asked about it. He kind of took that opportunity when he was asked about the all-star thing after being the injury replacement for Anthony Davis. He said, okay, well, you know, the questions aren't going to stop coming. I'll, I'll kind of deflect here. And he shouted out his agent who became his agent after Leon Rose took over the Knicks Her She's a, a kind of groundbreaking woman in that, in that business, his brother getting the real estate license, all those things. And I think some of those moments where we get insight into the type of person he is, you see the glimmer of, of why he has that loyalty about him just generally. And, you know, I guess in some ways the Suns probably got a little lucky that they found a, a man as, as disciplined as he is with that stuff. Cause it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy to look around the league and, and think about what you could be. And it's not to say book will never leave. I'm not going to make a prediction like that, but 
Um, he certainly stuck out through, as we said, some dark ages. But let's look forward a little bit to close the show out. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll get into uh, what we can expect from this team the rest of the year. Another momentary break to tell you three words you need to know today. Peanut butter brownie. That's right. We've been telling you about Built Bar for quite a long time now. You know it's the best tasting protein bar on the market. You know it's low calorie, high protein, and delicious. But we don't yet know what the absolute cream of the crop, the best of the best tasting protein bars is. But we are one step closer to making it peanut butter brownie. I have been yelling, pleading with you to help me on this quest and my my ask continues today. Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup includes peanut butter brownie head-to-head against coconut almond. We know which one's better. We know peanut butter brownie should win here. I need you to help me do it. The best one, my favorite by far. If you've tried any of these, I guarantee you, you've been smitten with peanut butter brownie as well, and I need you to vote. Go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar underscore built, bar underscore built on Twitter. Vote for peanut butter brownie. And remember, when you make your next order, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off. That is LOCKED15, all one word, to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Make sure to check back. Celebrate a job well done when peanut butter brownie emerges victorious and moves on to the next round. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Built. Uh, betonline.ag betonline the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action football is in the rearview mirror but there's plenty to go around there mvp odds i'm sure will be there soon draft stuff who's going to be the number one overall pick this year where the will there be trades in the draft free agency is heating up nfl is all the way back in the news right now and i guarantee you betonline has plenty covered there Real-time, updated odds and props on everything that you can imagine as a sports fan. The best place to place a bet is betonline.ag, but the best part of using betonline is that it is free to sign up. So head to the website, betonline.ag, or download their their app on your mobile device, sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Again, Head to betonline.ag, make an account, put down some money to start things off, and use the promo code locked on when you do so to get a 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Closing out the show here with Cam Cox of 12 News. Uh, Cam, just wanted to get your thoughts on, on where we sit here, the trade deadline right around the corner. Again, 26 and 12, sitting in that second seed in the West lurking behind the Utah Jazz. What are you expecting for the rest of the season? Can the Suns kind of keep this momentum up in this bizarre season and, and capitalize on, on their impressive start? Yeah, I think it'd be a, a big failure. And I say failure just because of, of how they established themselves. And by no means is this season a failure or are they failures at all if things don't go right. But I, I think if they 
can't 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 continue what they've been able to establish here. I, I think we all should be a little disappointed, and they should be disappointed. They've showed us that they can be a really good basketball team, and they can beat some of the best teams in the league, and they can hang with guys, and they can outpace them down the stretch. They can move the ball around better than most teams. They can play defense at an elite level, which I think is massively important come playoff time. Uh, it's interesting when I worked in San Antonio, and I don't mean to throw out the S word around there, so calm down, Suns fans. Uh, and I covered the Spurs for a little bit as the reason they won all those titles. And I mean, sure, they had star power, but they played defense when it mattered the most. Um, and I, I always thought that was a big key under Pop. Monty Williams, one of his mentors is Greg Popovich, so he's learned a lot from him. Uh, you see that defensive style and that ball movement that Pop does a lot. And so I think that's going to pay off down the stretch for this team. Um, Mikael Bridge has taken a massive step. Cam Johnson, hopefully he gets healthy soon and comes back. Uh, he's another guy that they're going to count on down the stretch. I think Jay Crowder, uh, you know, another sixth man, you know, who comes in the starting lineup sometimes. He's been another huge piece for this team. Uh, I, I think he's one of the biggest pieces for this team. He doesn't get talked about enough, but that's just the type of worker Jay Crowder's always been his entire career. Uh, he's been huge for this team. It'll be interesting to see what they do at the deadline. Um, I'm, I don't think they'll make a trade, but I think they'll go after one of these vets that gets uh, cut or released. I, I, I don't see them making a trade and giving up any assets to bring in somebody, uh, but I can definitely see them signing maybe a piece to help them continue to go. But I think this is a team uh, that can make a deep run in the playoffs. I'm not going to say they're going to go win the NBA title, uh, but they should give teams plenty of problems in the later rounds of the playoffs. It's such a disorienting and, and odd season. I mean, we've been saying that about every sports season for months, but it's just the reality. So when you look around the league, I think that's part of why you might be optimistic if you're a Suns fan. There's no clear favorite. I mean, Brooklyn in the East, but you just look at the West, you know, there's no dominating team right now. And I think that's a big part of this. And I, I tend to agree. They don't have the the necessary ingredients maybe to make a trade they they kind of emptied the canister a little with the Chris Paul deal and, and obviously you do that 10 times out of 10 um, I agree they they probably will look they'll probably have their eye on some of these bought out players veterans uh, we've already seen a LaMarcus Aldridge a Blake Griffin a PJ Tucker these guys who kind of work things out with their team ahead of time that's probably where I land too but my bigger question is do these sons need to make a move do you feel like the roster as it stands now you'd be comfortable with or, or that we think James Jones is comfortable with, or do you think they're feeling like they need a couple extra little things to get where they want to be? I mean, they, de I mean, they definitely could improve this roster. I just don't know what else is out there. Um, you could go sign some of these veterans. I wouldn't mind getting LaMarcus Aldridge um, to come off the bench. Um, I, I think that would be so I'm not trading for him. I'm not giving up any talent to get somebody. I think that's the biggest thing that James has done a really good job at over the years. We've wanted so badly for this team to improve quickly. And James has kind of just stayed on this path, whether it came to drafting a guy like Cam Johnson, then coming out of nowhere and signing, you know, Chris Paul and letting, you know, fan favorite Kelly Oubre and, and Ricky Rubio out of here. You know, he's he's kind of stayed on this path of his and kind of does does it his own way. So I hope they don't give up any assets to go get any guys. I, I don't see them doing that. Um, but I, if one of these veterans is here that can come somehow help this team, it'd be nice to bring in another big guy uh, to help rotate off the bench. I think LaMarcus would be perfect for that. Sure, it's five, six years too late. Uh, but he can at least play the role now they need him to play. And that's just giving DeAndre Aiden a little break during the game, being a solid guy coming off the bench. But I think they, if they could either add another shooter, 
or if they can add another big guy, I'd prefer a big guy, um, you know, coming off the bench that could help them provide uh, some size in that second unit. That's the thing I think they're missing the most, um, you know, moving forward at least. Yeah, you saw, you know, Damian Jones who got waived and wasn't very effective. They they had that in mind. You've seen Frank Kaminsky sort of be pressed into action and not sure if he's a player you 100% trust in a big role come playoff time, just never really been in that spot. And, and hasn't been consistent just as an NBA player. So I, I think, you know, that's where they'll look. I wouldn't mind a PJ Tucker. He's not big, um, but there are some names, fortunately, for this Suns team. That I, would fit. Like, I, would, I wouldn't mind PJ coming back. He's another yeah. grinder just like Jay is. I think he him works. and Jay are, are he, too, he would fit the culture here for sure. Yeah, I think him and Jay are too similar. I, I, I would hope for a little more size than PJ, uh, but adding a veteran like PJ would never be a bad thing. So somebody who can sacrifice as well and yeah. you, you don't worry about bringing him in and then he's needing playing time, needing that respect, needing any of that stuff. PJ, we know is, is probably going to be like that. Yeah. I, I think there'll be names that come up as we get closer. It's kind of weird. We haven't heard more in the NBA already, to be honest with you, it makes me wonder what to expect. I mean, I don't, it could be bigger than expected or it really could be this quiet, but we will have to see the sun's in good shape, no matter what, they uh what they do here with a it's lot a weird, of down a, a lot of ground season. on the other teams it's just such a weird season when you think of everything you know what i mean um oh yeah it's it's just everything that's involved with this year how it's set up you know they you know the just getting the second half schedule not too long ago i mean like a week uh, before the yeah, games were set to start yeah, yeah. the all-star game i mean we're gonna play we're not gonna play we're gonna play it it's one day um it's just a weird season. Nothing is going to surprise me. So, uh, you know, it, sure, we'd love to hear some names earlier than this, but I, I just think it's one of those things where I think teams are taking their time and they're trying to figure it out. And I, I have a feeling it's not as easy just to bring in somebody as most teams want anymore. So it's, it's like I said, it's a weird year. Certainly is. But thank you for coming on to help us uh, break it down. And uh, we appreciate your coverage. Thanks for coming on this show. Hopefully we can have you on soon. I'm sure the fans, uh, Sure, the fans appreciate it, man. Let's do it anytime. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you.